Hey, Pastor John Aiken here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Faith Center podcast. We hope today's teaching will awaken and equip you to live out your God-given purpose. Enjoy. So James chapter 1, 10 minutes on the clock. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for your word. Your word is true. Your word is truth. And we, we thank you that your truth, knowing the truth, will set us free. And we honor you and bless you and help us to hear in Jesus' name. Amen. So James chapter 1, I know y'all know this, but let's start in verse 21. When you got it, say got it. Uh, Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. But be doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. That's kind of like your identity. For he for he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This one will be blessed in what he does. Uh, Just an amazing little section of scripture right there uh, that is You know, if you want to walk in the blessing of God and you want to live in the blessing of God, this little section will will help you out tremendously. And and so when you talk about the blessing of the Lord, you have to understand that that is that is that is a an identity thing. It's a gift, the blessing of the Lord and the blessing of the Lord has so many aspects to it. The blessing of the Lord, Proverbs 10, 22 says the blessing of the Lord will make one one rich and add and he adds no sorrow to it. Uh, a lot of people try to fight against that, and they they. Uh, but it's it's scripture. It's biblical. God wants to provide for you. God wants to bless you to be a blessing. He wants to prosper you for the purpose of generosity. It's scripture. It's Bible. It's Jesus. Um, and and there's a whole nother. The, the realms of the blessing go to every area of your life. God wants, he comes to give you life and life more abundantly. So this blessing of the Lord is to be in you and overflow through you to impact and, and, and bring real change uh, in, a, in a positive, healthy kingdom way to people around you. Your family, your your work, your coworkers, uh, your church is just everything around you. It's the overflowing of the blessing. But you need to know how to walk in it. And really, step one is to believe, because you have people who are born again, which the Bible calls people who are born again uh, through faith in Christ. We call them believers. So you have born again believers that are blessed, but they don't believe that they're blessed. And so you need to be a born again believer that is blessed. Through the finished work of Jesus Christ, what Jesus has accomplished for you, but then you believe that you're blessed and you walk that stuff out. You renew your mind, you renew your mouth, you renew your heart to to the new thing that God has done, that you realize that you're not who you used to be, that you're a new creation in Christ. The old has gone, the new has come, and you walk in that reality. And so with that mindset, when you look at this, this teaching, it's you put away the old, you put away the flesh, you put away the sin, you put away those old sinful habits and mindsets and things that linger from your past. You put that stuff off. 
You think, well, I can't. It's too big. It's too much. I've been doing this all my life. In Jesus' name, in his power, by his grace, you have the ability and the authority to put this stuff off. And you have the ability to change. And then you receive the implanted word. And so that it's implanted because it's seed. The word of God is seed. And if you want to change your life, change your seed. The word that you allow to dominate your life. So what what word or whose word has the authority in your life? Is it just you and your self-reason and your self-logic? Is that the voice that dominates you? Is it is it social and social media society? Is that the voice that dominates you and prevails in your life, trying to be up on what's the new progressive thing that's happening? Is that is that what you're trying? Is it government? Is is government the thing that's the word of government trying to to you know dominate and 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 rule your life? Or is it scripture? Is it scripture? Is it the word of God? When you receive the word of God implanted in you, and by the way, that word implanted is not just talking about seed. It actually can mean engrafted, meaning it becomes a part of you. It becomes, it's sown into you and it begins to, you make room for it and you receive it intentionally. And and so you're receiving the word of God, which is the instruction of God. So it's the implanted instruction. See, all deception has been implanted, but all instruction is implanted also. So you want to, you want to uproot and, and, and from the roots, pull up the deceptive and destructive mindsets, uh, and distorted mindsets from your past. And you want to implant the living word of God, the instruction of God. In the Old Testament, it's called the law of God. And, and here it refers to the law of liberty. So it's the law that brings freedom. That word law means instruction. So we're no longer under the law of the Old Testament, meaning that it's not up to our performance. It's not up to our ability because we, we can't get there from here. But the instruction of God, the prophetic instruction of God remains. The, the law of God remains in the sense of revealing the new covenant of grace and revealing the instruction of the word of God. So when you receive the word of God, whether it's a sermon, a podcast, you're, you're just reading on your own, receive it into your heart like seed going into your heart and it will save your soul. And that doesn't mean the saving of your soul, like end time salvation, eternal salvation. Thank God for that. That's the greatest miracle. But it's talking about the freedom and the the saving and the, the, the delivering and the healing and the cleansing of your of your soul, meaning the present condition of your soul, your mind, your heart, all that kind of stuff. And so it says it doesn't tell us not to be a hearer. It goes in verse 22 and tells us just don't be a hearer only. So we need to hear. We need to be hearers of the word, but our hearing must take action. Action is activating. See, the grace of God, everything in the kingdom is by grace through faith. We don't earn anything. We don't, uh, it's not about our performance. It's not about our ability. We can't do it, but Jesus already did it. And so he wants to live his life through you. Jesus came to fulfill the law. And so he lives inside of you by grace through faith to do what you and I can't do. We can't fulfill the law. We can't live righteously, but he makes us righteous and releases his righteousness through our life when we follow him, when we yield to him, when we trust him, when we come into agreement with him. And so we want to 
um, let him fulfill the the righteousness of the law through us, um, but it's not of us. It's 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 of him. And so the thing is, if you're a hearer only and not a doer, you deceive yourself, and you just you just get off track. Whether it's distraction that leads to deception or whatever, it you get off track, and you you don't want to get off track. That deceiving yourself is like self reason. You just it makes sense to you. It's logical to you. It's wise in your eyes or wise in somebody else's eyes that you're looking to, but it's not wise in God's eyes. And so you need to align your life with him. And and so when you look into the word of God, it's like a mirror. The word of God's like a mirror. You should see Christ and you should see yourself. And you begin to see the word of God and you begin to take action, meaning you align your life with the word of God. If something's different between what God's word says and what you're doing, then you repent and you come to a place of obedience motivated by love. Obedience to the word of God, motivated by love, activated by faith, empowered by grace is how you live the blessed life. You say no to the flesh, you say no to sin, and you say yes to God. And you do what God's word says. Oh, but my feelings and I just don't know. Yeah, put all that, take authority over all that stuff. And your faith, your faith is your response to what Jesus has already done for you. He's already made you righteous. He's already perfected you. If you're a born again believer, you're blessed. He's made you perfect in your spirit. So now believe that. Start reading God's word from that perspective and start taking action, obedient action to come into agreement with God's word over your time, over your your thought life, over what comes out of your mouth, over what you do in your life. Over, over all your relationships, over your money, over, you know, everything in your life. You, you have to stop looking at yourself the way you did before you were saved. Because now that you're born again, you're blessed. You're blessed. And, and, and if you're, and since you're blessed, you need to believe it and align your life up to the word of God and commit yourself to being a doer of the word. I'm not going to forget who I am. I'm not going to forget who I am in Christ. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. There's my timer right there. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I have righteousness. Therefore, I can live and act righteously, not in my strength, but in the power and ability that Christ has given me by his grace through his faith, through faith in him. So read through this section, uh, read through this again a handful of times and make a commitment to be a doer of the word of God. And not that you won't have struggle and you won't have battles and you'll have times of suffering and seasons of of a battle. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. You'll suffer persecutions. You'll suffer different things. The the world, you'll kind of go against the current of the world. It doesn't mean everything's going to be perfect, but God will lead you through. God will God will bring victory into your life and help you overcome every enemy that faces you. He'll be with you through the battle. He'll be with you in the sorrow. He'll be with you through the trial um, and you'll walk in victory and you can be of good cheer. Jesus said, John 16, 33, um, uh, you know, in this world. You will have trials and tribulations and struggles, but he said, be of good cheer because I've overcome the world. So you're walking in the victory that Jesus has already given you. You can be blessed when you choose a heart of obedience, being a doer of God's word. So Father, in Jesus' name, 
I thank you for your word. And I thank you that you to stir in all of us, God, just a passion to love you with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, with all our strength, God, that we'd obey you because grace is for the empowerment of obedience. We thank you for it, God. We thank you for it, God, that you teach us and you lead us and you show us in the way we should live. Thank you for blessing us to be a blessing in Jesus' name. Hey, love you guys. Can't wait to see you Sunday. Thanks again for listening to the Faith Center podcast. To connect with us, go to faithcenter.tv and fill out our connection card. We pray blessings over you and your family. We'll see you next time.